right, here we go. This is it, episode number 127 of No Laugh Track Podcast. My name is Justin Severson, the host. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for uh, downloading and listening right now. And uh, if you want to do us a huge favor, they've been popping up more and more recently. And uh, I think I'll bring some with next week and we'll read them. But uh, the reviews on iTunes really help. So please, if you haven't yet, go ahead and do that. And uh, I'll probably read them on the show. So keep that in mind. Let's get to it. Episode 127 with my guests. It's his first time on this podcast. It's Dan Natterman. Well, thank you, and I'm honored to be 127. Yeah. I believe that's a prime number, though I'm not sure. But Yeah, very so good. Is, is it? It seems like it might be. I, my dad was a math teacher, okay. so I should know immediately. I'm going to say yes. It seems primey to me, so if that's the case, then it is indeed a, an honor to be <laughs> on one of your prime number podcasts. There's only so many of them. There, there really are only so many. <laughs> Someday I'll rank all the prime number podcasts. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. How, well, welcome back to Acme. I know you've been here before. I was here. If, uh, somebody just told me it was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Um, and that sounds about right. Okay. So, seven, so I don't know if I met. Maybe I didn't make a great impression because it took him seven years to have me back. <laughs> but um, hopefully the next time I'll come back, it'll be before seven years from now. Yeah, well, no kidding. Or I'll be so famous that I won't come back. <laughs> either, either option is fine by me. You'll just you'll be doing a theater. You'll, I'll be doing a theater in the area. You'll just stop in maybe and... Nah. No, 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 no. I maybe. I don't know. I'll stop in for the chicken. It was good. I had it last night. <laughs> I had it just now. Okay. You're absolutely right. It is great. How was last night? How was the show last night? Today's Wednesday. Uh, last night was good. Last night was good. It's You know, I, I like to start off with a low-pressure, non-full house show. <laughs> um, but it was a nice crowd. <laughs> okay. You know, Tuesday night, so, you know, you're not going to fill it up on a Tuesday night. But but it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not explosive. Not explosive. But, yeah, well, I'm very honest. You know, I could say it was a most incredible, you know, sta- uh, standing ovation. But are you but, often described as explosive? No, well, I'm not explosive in and of myself, but sometimes the audience is explosive. Yeah, I'm okay. only as good there as the audience. The yeah. audience, you know, very true. Either the audience is 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 behind me in an explosive way, or they're not. Mm-hmm. I uh, and last night was good, but not explosive. Good, but not explosive. All right, gets better as the week. Well, goes hopefully, on, there'll sure. be a few explosive shows between <laughs> now and Saturday. We got plenty more. Yeah, I know. They're really working me. It's a long week. <laughs> I also was out there when I was eating my lunch. The, uh, someone called to get tickets for Saturday's 8 o'clock show. And it sold out, right? Sold out. Sold out. Sold yeah. out. Well, nice try. Yeah. I think they pushed it to 10.30. So okay. That's well, then thing. let's try to sell that one out. Let, let's do that. Let's do that. I was going to say this at the beginning, and I'll do it now. Um, the, my guest today, Dan Natterman, has, has been described as uh, if Jerry Seinfeld and John Lovitz had a child. Well, I guess I've been described. I think Howie Mandel described me that that's, way. Uh, so, yes, that's a quote from Howie Mandel. I've been described. I don't know. That sort of implies that it, a lot of people have described me that way. It was one person that described me that way. Take but, two. Once described as... Once described. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think when he said that? Well, what do you say, Howie Mandel and John Lovitz? I mean, uh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld and John Lovitz. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Though, though, truth, I mean, vocally speaking, maybe. Um, vocally, I'm more Lovitz. Uh, I, I really don't see where the Seinfeld comes in so much, to be honest. Um, Could it be my, the style? My, no, it couldn't. No. Um, my jokes are not Seinfeld-esque in, yeah. in, in, in any way. So I don't see that. Other than maybe... Jewish? <laughs> Jewish, yeah. <laughs> Which but, is but, pretty But lame. Mandel is Jewish, too, so yeah. you, uh, you, you would think that he wouldn't uh, do... Like, a lot of people that aren't Jewish just say, oh, Seinfeld, because they lump right, us all together. Right, but right. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, but that that that's uh, that was his opinion. In any case, 
Could be worse. I think but people say Groucho Marx. People say uh, John Lovitz. You now, know, vo- vocally speaking, people say uh, Dangerfield. <laughs> but as far as the style of my jokes, I, I don't know what's a good comparison. No, I don't. I doubt you remember this, but um, we met probably the last time you were in town at Acme. Doing my radio job, you came in to do the morning radio. Oh, okay. Thing well, I remember that at KQRS. I think am I doing that again? I hope so. I think oh, so. You're no longer there. Yeah, I am. Still oh, there. so okay. I believe yeah. I am on Friday. I think you're coming in on Friday. Yeah, but everybody told me that if you do a good job on that show, um, that it fills the room. Yes. So I, I'm going to say that that's right. Okay. So well, hopefully I'll do a good job. Now that the last time you came in, and, yeah. in 2007, and you were in, uh, doing the jokes, my coworker Terry Train. And I want to know if this uh, brings up any brings memories. She described she about your voice and delivery. She said you sounded like an old timey announcer. I don't recall that, but you people do say that. So, okay. so you know, maybe it all it all probably melts together. All okay. the people that have said that. Well, the people say that they say like you know old gangster like Jackie, uh, no, not Jackie Robin, um, Edward G. Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie Robbins, oh, the yeah, baseball yeah. player. Uh huh. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> see, I'm imitating myself, <laughs> which is always odd. Um. I don't remember that particular, okay. uh, you know, um, statement. But well, but now it, when it comes up on Friday, which yeah. it will, you'll okay. go. Of course, I Actually, remember. Same that. woman is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nearly the same crew as uh, okay, seven okay. years ago. So, yeah. And and so, what did I do it on your radio show? I just did, did some of my jokes. Mm, I probably. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I remember it was good enough that I remember you. Okay. All right. Okay. So it must have been funny. I'm the comedy nerd, so if I remember, it was good. All right. Well, we'll try to do better this time. <laughs> I'll try to do a little bit better. <laughs> Fair enough. It is kind of a bad day today for uh, both of us. Neither of us were named uh, Time Magazine Person of the Year. Did you see oh, that? Oh, I didn't know that the Time Magazine had come out with their Person of the Year. This morning. So I also didn't know that I wasn't named. Oh, um, so, this is weird. So this is, you know, you kind of sprung this on me. I, and I, now I'm a little bit, I need a couple minutes to recover. Uh, I should have saved, recover. It, to the, but, but, um, saved it to the end. Who, who is the, the Man of the Year is not necessarily a good thing. Hitler was Man of the Year. Very true. In, uh, mm-hmm. Whenever that was, 39 or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it, but Man of the Year is not necessarily a good thing, but... Do you have uh, any guesses? But, pardon? Do you have any guesses on who... On who it was? Yeah. Is it a man or a woman? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a clue. It's more than one person. It's more than one person. Mm-hmm. They should have called it People of the Year. People of the um, Could you give me, you know, I need more. You give me the hint of, in terms of it, the field of, of endeavor that they're uh, in. Medical. Medical people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, medical people. You live uh, in New York, right? I do, yeah. Yeah. Are they New York people? Uh, some are, I believe, hmm. because there was uh, someone with Ebola in a hospital or not. With Ebola, as it turned out, Ebola fighters have been named person. Oh, all the Ebola the fighters. Yes. It's kind of a lame person of the year, <laughs> if you ask me. That's what I figured you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember one year that was like everybody was the person of the year or something like, like that. America time. or yeah, the something globe. weird like that. Yeah. Some some humongous group. Yeah. To me, a person I'm old fashioned. A person of the year should be a person. I agree. Maybe a duo if it's like uh, you know or a, a, a small group, but it should not be an amorphous kind of uh, undefined group. And it's not even a yeah. It's not even a name. It's just right. A, there's no name. It's, it's just Ebola uh, fighters. Ebola fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, neither we didn't win, but I can see why. Did you fight Ebola? In my own way. <laughs> in my own way. I you know. I mean, I think uh, I didn't transmit Ebola to anybody. <laughs> so that's got to count for something. That's true. You should have at least got nominated for that. So I'm going to count myself among that group. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Damn it, I am Inle- Unless they listed everybody. If they didn't list everybody, then I think we can safely say that we're in that category. Well, I hope that there's a yeah, mon- I mean, monetary uh, trophy involved. I don't think so. I, prize. I'm not sure. It's not the Nobel Prize. It's just Time Man of the Year. That's true. So let's go back, Dan. Uh, Dan uh, how did you... I don't think uh, they gave Hitler a prize. <laughs> I certainly hope there was no prize Maybe they there. Maybe gave him a where did you uh, Where did you grow up, Dan? Stanford, Connecticut. Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, Stanford with an M. Stamford. Stanford with an M. Which I should have heard you say, since I've actually heard of Stamford, Connecticut. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there's not much going on there. Yeah. Um, no, they have a mall, <laughs> but uh, and we have a university. Yeah, but it's the university used to be a Bloomingdale's. They took a Bloomingdale's, not a Bloom. Yeah, Bloomingdale's department store, and. They, they, they renovated and became a University of Connecticut at Stanford is in the same building as Bloomingdale's. <laughs> it's still standing? The yeah. Bloomingdale's is still functioning? No, the Bloomingdale's no. is no Bloomingdale's. <laughs> where the building that was Bloomingdale's, sometimes buildings, right, like the Starbucks might become a, you know, a, a sunglass hut. Sure. Well, this Bloomingdale's became UConn at Stanford. I see. But I, I think it undermines the credibility somewhat of a university when people used to buy purses there, but... I agree. Um, I don't even know if it's still there, but at one point there was a college at the Mall of America here in yeah. Minnesota. Kind of the same thing. Right. You know? But but that's different because it was just one of the stores in the mall was a college? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> right? Right next to the Sunglass Hut. It was next to the it Sunglass It used to be a, a Starbucks. Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah, it is worse. Why don't you get out of there? I know you're not living there now. Well, no, I live in New York, but it's not far. Yeah. I, I, about 20 years. I live in New York, uh, yeah, since about 20 years ago. Um, it's about 45 minutes away from Stanford. Yeah. But in any case, yeah, so I, th- that's why I didn't go to L.A., because there's a comic. People say, well, you go to L.A., or you go to New York, generally speaking. Right. And since New York was closer, that's where I went. <laughs> um, and it's probably better. Uh, New York is probably a better town for stand-up comedy. L.A. is good if you want to get into TV and film, and I guess I do, too, but... Yeah. Um, You've never lived a... I never lived in L.A., no. no. I go to L.A. from time to time. If they yeah. need me, it's not often. <laughs> you know, and do like Letterman. Not Letterman, Conan or whatever. But Right, right, right. You've done quite a few of those. I've never gone out for the pilot season, which is uh, something that every year they, they, they cast for new sitcoms between like February and, and April. And sometimes a lot of people go out for that. Yeah. I've never done that. Do you have an interest no. in doing that? Uh, no. no. Uh, I do, but it's like I'll give up too much work in New York. Yeah. And it costs too much money to, because you, they don't, you know, you got to go out, you got to spend money to get a place to live and a car and all that. Yeah. Um, I guess I could, I could Airbnb my place in New York, but that just sounds like too much work, so no. That's the, what, describe what that is. I've heard Airbnb? of Airbnb? That. That's where you, you... Airbnb, you go and like people come to New York to visit. I know people make a lot of money with that, and so... You rent out your room, basically, You rent right? out your room to people instead of a hotel, they come to your apartment and it's cheaper. And you rent it out for whatever, 100 a night, or it's a lot cheaper than a hotel in New York. Yeah, yeah. And, and so if you're on the road a lot as a comic, you can actually make a pretty good extra income doing that if you live in a place like New York that people want to come to. Have you heard of people running into trouble with that, like other comics that are doing that? Or? Well, you never know who's going to, you know, you got to be careful. People come to your place and they could trash it or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's one guy in New York came home and there was like a, a sex orgy going on, you know, which I guess is not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> um but you just don't know who, you know, they try to screen it out. Airbnb, the website, tries to screen out who's, oh, okay. who's a good person, who's a bad person, but sometimes they don't. Maybe you just, you know, you could leave it trashed before they get there. There's always more trashing to be done. Yeah. You know, no matter how trashed it is, you can trash it more. <laughs> You're probably right. You're you can rip right. out the floorboards, you know. 
So in doing all of my research here for the podcast, you have kind of an interest. Did you read my biography, my official biography? Of course I did. Did I read it? Uh, I have it printed out here. I don't have one. It's called Wikipedia. Yeah. And I wrote it. The Wikipedia? Yeah, well, that's how you know you're not famous when you wrote your Wikipedia. (laughs) I I think people have added to it over the years. (laughs) Did you put anything absolutely ridiculous? You know how you know it's like a bullshit Wikipedia article? It's like when it says, it's a fast rising star. Like no legitimate, you know. This guy is dazzling audiences from coast to coast. No legitimate other than you would ever write that in your, <laughs> you know. Um, Did but, you put anything false in there? I don't know. I think I changed my birthday once, uh, and then I just changed it back. I said, screw it. I'll yeah. just be honest. <laughs> but, but nobody's checking it. Like a real, like George Washington, you change his birthday, there are people on it, on his Wikipedia page. If you, uh, if you change something about George Washington, it'll be immediately... Corrected because there's a hundred people that are monitoring George Washington's. I don't know exactly how Wikipedia works, but I know that my Wikipedia page has been is sort of uh, ignored on large, in large <laughs> measure. So you, I, you can put anything. You put the first man in space, and maybe three years later somebody will correct it. Someone might stumble on it. It might. Or might I, not. Uh, I was, I was messing around, uh, flirting with a girl on uh, online years ago, and. Uh, I tried to mess with her by she, something about uh, something came up where she was afraid of this bug. So I went to the wiki, Wikipedia page of that bug and I wrote in the description that uh, something about in reference to her. Mm-hmm. And within five minutes, someone had taken it off and it wasn't her. Right. Took it yeah. Off. They, they, I don't know how they do it. How they're, did they're, someone they're, notice they're, this thing about? Some I don't know. Bug. But they're on Wikipedia is no joke. They're on that. shit. It's always fun to see how fast after a celebrity dies. The Wikipedia page is updated. It's usually like if it's a famous person. Yeah. Like as soon as as soon as they're pronounced dead, it's like that first tweet. You know, it's yeah. it's it's correct. I don't know how they do it, but they they get you know if if it's an important uh, person, they're they're immediately uh, they're on it. You know. Fast. Yeah. For some reason, people have to, they, they take it upon themselves to be in charge. Yeah, and I think them. there's people that I don't know if there's people that actually work for Wikipedia. <laughs> There might be. I don't know. There's got to be at least one, right, that started it. I know they're asking for money. They're doing a fund. That's they're asking right. They're money all the time. I know I, they are. And I gave them money once. The, I mean, I think it's a worthy cause. Yeah. You know. Um, maybe I'll give them some more. But, um, yeah, I did once. I like, gave them like 20 bucks or something. That's nice of you. I can't well, say I've done the same. Well, you know, I, I think should. it's actually a worthy thing. I mean, it's this information for the whole world. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty incredible. But if I'm going to put money in, can you guarantee me it's going to be more accurate? I mean, can they? Well, Is it Wikipedia? I guarantee, well, I, I don't. It, it won't be 100 percent accurate, but it's pretty good. I yeah. mean, they, back when Britannica, I don't know if Britannica's still around, but they who knows? I think they did a comparison and they found that Wikipedia was pretty much as accurate as Britannica. Really. And um, especially with the stuff that's important, like my my page may not be accurate, <laughs> but if you're reading about you know something important, then it will be accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty, and I think it's a pretty incredible thing to have knowledge for free to the entire world. So, so yeah, I gave him twenty bucks, whatever. Look at that. Um, which I guess is tax deductible. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah, everyone. and I also gave a hundred bucks to uh, Lou Gehrig's during that ice bucket thing. Oh, big. Do you remember the ice bucket? Yes, unfortunately. You never dumped water over I yourself? I never did the actual bu- bucketing of ice. No, I Me just neither. gave money. I think I gave $100, $100. You did? Which is in the spirit of what it was supposed to be. Yeah, either that or dunk a bucket of ice in your head. Yeah. You know, but, uh, or do both. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't. I figured there's just no, there's nothing I can do ice-wise that I'm, I'm not going to beat. Like, there was some pretty great ice bucket stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People did some creative shit. And I ain't going to do anything better than that. If I believe, I'm a big believer, and if I can't do it better, 
then I don't do it at all. Um, <laughs> That's why I don't play basketball. Well, now, you can judge whether my stand-up comedy is an exception to that rule or not. <laughs> but... But that's my goal is I'd I try to do it if I can't do something well you know I quit yeah yeah I've been doing that since childhood yeah was well, that what happened uh, going back to your uh, bio mm-hmm. you you got a uh, you spent a lot of time in college and now we're well comedian. I spent the standard four years in college but then I went to law school if that's well, what you're referring that's to. what I mean I don't like to talk about that. I feel it undermines my credentials as a tortured artist. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I want to be the guy that just you know is, is is can barely get out of bed and 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 just is tortured all the time. But going to law school, you can't be that tortured. Well, maybe you can, but I still had to survive three years of law school. Um, yeah, I did, and I don't know why. You know, I mean, people go to law school for various reasons to kill time, to be a lawyer. You know, that's a, some people actually do it for that reason. Crazy. Um, I never wanted to be a lawyer, but but I also wasn't ready to accept that I'm going to be a stand-up comic. Which is a pretty hard thing to accept. It's like being it's like being gay. You know, there's a period where you're like, "Am I gay? Am I not gay?" And then you know that you're gay, but you're afraid to tell anybody that you're gay. And then eventually you come out as gay. And I think being a stand-up is, in large measure, is similar, <laughs> at least for somebody like me that's not from a showbiz background. You've got to at first you're like, "Do I?" Re-? I mean, this is craziness. Yeah. Right? What do you? What did your parents do? They're normal people. My father was a, did technical publications. He wrote for Plastics Technology Magazine, among other things. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, which you know is an exciting publication. <laughs> Um, get it, get it on all your newsstands. Yeah, I, I, I guess they're probably online now, but um, or maybe they're out of business. Um, but but so yeah, he did normal shit. And my mother, uh, my mother did secretarial work, and so and she was a stay at home mom too for a while. Um, so they're normal people. So then to yeah. say, well, I'm going to do something crazy. It's kind of like it's hard to admit it. It's hard to it's hard to do it. I think so. At least for me, so you know, was so, being a was the thought of. So being, I think well, I'll go to a lawyer and do what I'm supposed to do as a person. Okay, um, that was never thought of as a crazy idea. Well, no, being a lawyer is not a crazy idea in general. But no, but I figured, well, that's what people expect me to do. That kind of thing. Okay, you know? um, normal shit. Yeah. So so um, so, but then during law school, I was in New York because that's where the law school was, and I was like, oh shit, I always want to do stand up. So I was like, well, I'm here, I might as well do stand up, and yeah. so I, that's when I started doing stand up, and and um, and then just went in that direction. You know, and, and here I am, <laughs> 20 years later. Um, I don't know if it was the right decision, but I think so. I think <laughs> I, maybe not as lucrative. I don't know. I probably would have had a nervous breakdown as a lawyer. They make you work like 90 hours a week. and You stay in touch with anyone you went to law school with? No, no. No person. No, not a soul. Not a soul. No, no connection. Every whatsoever. now and again, they stop by the comedy club and put pressure on me to do well because, you know, I have to justify my existence. <laughs> but but um, so I see them once in a while. OK, yeah. but I, we're not friends. We're friendly. Friendly. OK. OK. Fair enough. Uh, I'm curious. So we're here in Acme this week. It's December. It's it's, uh, it's cold podcast out. being posted or today. Aired. OK. Yeah. Today. Today's tonight. Time. Hopefully people show up tonight that have listened. To I this. hope so. Uh-huh. I hope so. I mean, it's fun, but it'd be even better if people actually, you know, was actually got people in the audience. Damn too. right. Yeah. I uh, what do you normally do in a town when you have a when yeah? You that's week? an interesting question. Well, that's the that's the uh, and all comics have this dilemma. You come to a mm-hmm. town, you don't generally know people. Um, I stay in the hotel room oftentimes. If there's a, if there's a pool in the hotel room, I'll you know maybe I'll take a swim. Or, um, probably sleep more than I should <laughs> because what else is going on? Yeah, no, I mean I'm online. You know, I'm on the internet. I'm listening to music or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's tough to kill a day, you know, in a strange town. And I've got to kill five here in Minneapolis. Maybe I'll, well, it's freezing, but maybe when it gets a little bit warmer tomorrow, maybe mm-hmm. I'll walk downtown or whatever. But I think I did that last time. You're a movie guy? Do you go see movies past the time? 
Yeah, I could do that. No. I don't know. You know, maybe. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. I, I believe there's a strip club near my hotel. I, if you're downtown, there's a strip club. Well, near I'm it. not downtown. I'm right near here. Yeah. Well, this is sort of. Uh, uh, this downtown. downtown. I Warehouse believe, district. I guess I'm this in is. that. The, um, I'm just two blocks from here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one. You 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 could walk and not even get too cold. They're so close. All right. Oh yeah. What's it called? Well, there's uh, there's Sex World. It's oh. right down the road. Is they that a have, strip club or it sounds like a paraphernalia? You know, you got dildos there. They have that, and they've got the old Peep Show. But I think right around the corner, there's a strip club as well. Oh, Deja Vu is close to here. Uh, Deja Vu, they have those all across the country. You've heard of those? Yeah. Oh, is that a chain? I yeah. didn't know strip clubs had chains. Yeah, That's it right. is a chain. They, right. They're the ones with the. Uh, um, What's their motto? It's like the hundreds of hot chicks and three ugly ones. I, sometimes the ugly ones are just uh, are more interesting. They're more they're more enthusiastic. But are you are you really a strip club guy? Ah, if I'm in a town, I don't I have nothing to do. I I, I yeah, I'll stop by. Sure, sure. How about a drinker? Do you go and have the N- N- NA? NA the non alcoholic beer. That's what you're going to get here if you go oh, to the strip club. Oh, um, all right, whatever. I'm not a big drinker anyway. No. So you had a. Um, I, uh, how do I say it? You had a big summer on television. Yeah, yeah, it was big, I guess. Yeah. You know. America's Got Talent? That's a big show. Uh, yeah, it's a big show. It's a big show. Yeah. You didn't win. Uh, I couldn't even tell you who won. No, the winner was a magician. Goes by the name of Matt Franco. Was, it, was he deserving? Well, I'm not a magician. It's hard for me to judge, you know. <laughs> I, I, any magici- magician I Neither see... Neither any of the judges on that show. I know. That's true. But the people voted. Okay. And neither are the people that voted. But, you know, the truth is, is I see, every magician I see, I have the same reaction. Oh, wow, that's cool. But I, it's not like I see one magician and say, oh, shit, he's a lot better than that. I, they all seem good. Yeah, if you're, you're either but good or you suck, right? Yeah, I think you're either good or you suck. And um, yeah. I, I just, I can't distinguish between one magician <laughs> and the other. So, uh, you know, I, David Blaine, I mean, I can distinguish his personality. Sure. He has, like, he's the only magician that's not... You know, that's not flashy. Yeah. Um, he's not extravagant. He's just, hey, pick a card. So in that sense, I can distinguish him. Mm-hmm. But I, and he does those, that wacky stuff where he, like, goes underwater and stuff. But in terms of his magic, I don't know if it's any better than any other magician, and I can't tell. Good point. Very good point. So I don't know if he's deserving. He's a fine magician as far as I could tell. I mean, I couldn't figure out how he did the trick. After doing uh, Last Comic Standing a few times, did, were you apprehensive? I did two, two times, yeah. Yeah. Are you apprehensive? Were you apprehensive while doing yeah, another competition Yeah, I was apprehensive, but show? I wanted to meet Howard Stern, you know, because I've been listening. I listened to him for a long time. Um, yeah, but I was apprehensive. It was a very nerve-wracking experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a not fun. Not fun at all. I want to just quickly... Uh, but it helped somewhat, I guess. I got some Twitter followers out of it. It did. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I think I'm indirectly it's why I'm here, because I got an agent out of it, and the agent booked me here. Oh, so I don't know if I would have... Because I, I, over the years, I've emailed the club, and they didn't have me back, so maybe this is why I'm back here. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Did the last time correspond with the last Comic Standing appearance? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think so. No, I think... I think I, I think... Is Rich Miller... No, is he involved with this? He, absolutely. So maybe I think I sent him a tape, and... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, no, he's uh, Lewis, the owner here. It's one of his good friends. Okay. Yeah. Lewis, what's the owner's name? Lewis Lee. Lewis Lee, that's right. Yes. That's right, Lewis Lee. Oh, yeah. You haven't met him yet? This I week? met him last time. Okay. I didn't meet him last night. All right. Yeah, he's a, he's a fantastic fella. Absolutely. So, uh, for people that don't know, your first, I don't want to talk about it too much, but your first last comic standing experience was ended kind of oddly. It right? ended oddly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it ended with, well, it, I, it ended with the judges saying, wait, we voted for this guy. How come he's not 
moving on to the House and because, well, because your vote doesn't really count. It's the NBC executives that, that make the decision. So, so there was some controversy of a sort and um, whatever, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, and, that, and, that, and that happened. But, um, and then you went back and did it Then again. I went back from, I know this is painful because it's like, okay, now he's going back for more punishment. Um, and then I went back and then the same, well, not the same thing didn't happen. I, I also got, the, I went to this Vegas round and yeah. I didn't get into the house, but there was no controversy that time. Yeah. And, and then I did uh, America's Got Talent. I, I think I'm done with competition reality shows, although I'm open to Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> You know, but but in terms of comedy, comedy please do Dancing with yeah. the Stars. Well, I'd love to. Give me a reason to watch that show. Oh, I'd I, love to do. Dancing I would with promise you, I would watch it if you were on. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But but I'd in comedy it. competition, you know, no comic likes to do these shows, but it's exposure. So right, 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 right. Wendy yeah. Liebman, who's been on this podcast twice, right? She just she did the same season. Yeah. yeah, she did very well. Well, she did the same as me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Howard brought her back. Howard Stern brought her back as a wild card. Right. Right, but anyway, right. so um, so obviously you got to meet Howard. Was it everything you? Expected? Well, I didn't get to meet Howard. I got to talk to Howard from the stage. N- nothing else. No, no. Nah, that's it. I was hoping he'd invite me on his radio show, and and he hasn't. That's why I, I emailed Baba Booey, his producer, and, and you even said, "Hey, I'm the guy that Howard." Yeah, liked. And he knows who I am, but yeah. but um, but no. I mean, Howard's. Um, it's not the show. I think is focusing more on famous people than it used to. You know, it used to be all strippers and you know, yeah, um, mm-hmm. porn stars and so on, but. You know, and white supremacists that he would have on. You know, just crazy people. But that's but, the show I'm familiar with. Yeah, I don't that's have the show from radio, back in the day. So. And now it's more big, 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 big names. Yeah. You know, which isn't to say. I, and also, he likes people not just. He likes people with the crazy stories. You know, I don't. I don't have that crazy sex stories, really. Yeah. Um. You know, so he doesn't know that yet. Well, they, <laughs> they want you. They want you to tell them up front when you're yeah. pitching what kind of stuff you can talk about. And I pitched a few things, but nothing crazy enough, hmm. I guess, to catch his attention. I'll send him this when we're done. Well, maybe maybe that might be turn the tide. <laughs> we, we can only hope. Uh, how was it? How was everybody else on that show? The other judges. Well, uh, you know, I, you saw you've seen Heidi Klum in, in person. Well, I, yeah, I've seen her from the stage. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, I want to do that someday. Well, I never, I never thought she. She was never my fave. Really? You know, the Victoria's Secret crew. Okay. Uh, not even close. Matter of fact. Oh. Um, you know, I I would prefer Giselle Bundchen. Ooh. Adriana Lima. Okay. Not going to argue any of those. Um, yeah, there's some other ones. Uh, yam 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 Yami Rami. There's a weird name. Um, Diaz Rahi. Okay. Diaz Rahi. There's one right now. Sounds exotic. Uh, then there's like Adam Levine's wife. Mm-hmm. Whose name I can't think of. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like a, a dish at an Indian restaurant. <laughs> it's like Prim, Mati Primslow or something. <laughs> so it sounds like a curry dish. But, um, but yeah, that, but but Klum was never one of my faves. No, and I can say that. I wouldn't say that. But she 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 was critical of me yeah. of my comedy and said, "Oh, you were offensive." For you know, I don't know if you saw that episode or not. For for a joke that wasn't offensive at all, and so so now now you get now the truth is being told that I never thought she was all that. <laughs> not that she cares, um, but there you have it. And the you know, that's are... that's the most galling thing is she doesn't even care that I don't think she's hot. <laughs> the nerve. Of yeah, her I mean, not, not even not even uh, she's not even upset by it. <laughs> How about the uh, the Spice Girl? Yeah, she was fine. You yeah. know. Yeah, everybody was they're reasonably nice except for Heidi, you know. Yeah. Um but I don't know if the producers told her to say that or not because I never trust 
I don't know what goes on behind the scenes and how much of it is the judges are, are, are giving their real opinions and how much of the producers say, we don't want you to like this person. I don't know what goes on. But. Is it tough trying to, what were you doing, like two minutes? Yeah, 90 seconds. So as a stand-up, that's kind of tight. Yeah. You know, it's kind of tough, tight to, tough to establish. And ca- comedy is much more subjective than dancing and singing. I mean, if you sing and you can hit the notes, mm-hmm. it's hard to say you were a bad singer, I think. But, or you dance and get all the moves right. But yeah, if yeah. you're a comedian, the best joke in the world, you know, there, there are crowds that think Louis C.K. isn't funny. There are such people exist. Such people, people that, you know, that any comic would bomb in front of. Yeah, right. It just depends on the, on the crowd. Yeah. Well, but nobody's going to say that somebody who can, sings well doesn't sing well. For example, here's like, uh, I, I did print this off, off of Wikipedia, so right. I definitely should give them some money. The, uh, when you were on the semifinals round one. This is AGT. Yes. Yeah. The, some of the competition on that show. Got it. Was, uh, like you said, there was, uh, was an acrobatic jump rope troupe. Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you mess with that? Right? They were great. You know, I saw them. I remember, that, but they were good. They, they didn't get votes. It's you know, it, it is. It's like when you're a group like that, you're anonymous, and and it's harder for the voters to relate to you. Like the voters kind of knew me a little bit, I guess, because I was one person. But mm-hmm. the, the grump, jump rope crew is a whole jump rope crew. Yeah, there but they a, were very good. There was a mystifier who performed an illusion where he escaped from a plexiglass chamber. Oh well, yeah. There's a magician. That was uh, Mike Super. Mike Super. Oh yeah, that's the guy that won, right? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Matt Franco won. Matt Franco won. Yeah, see, I'm really on the ball here. There's, yeah, magicians, singers. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be fun, though. There's no tour that they put you well, on. Well, there is there? if you're a finalist. I didn't yeah. get to the final, oh. so I'm not on tour. Um, but the tour, uh, you know, I'd rather ha- I make my own tour. But um, better, yeah. Well, you know, it's trying to justify it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 free. I'm not bound by NBC. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. But. Um, when we're talking about Howard, you mentioned satellite radio. Are you doing something on Oh, satellites? yeah, I have a serious show at the Comedy Cellar, which is uh, it's a Thursday nights at 7 p.m., the Comedy Cellar show on Sirius Raw Dog XM 99. Okay. It is me and Noam Dorman, the, co-ho- the owner of the Comedy Cellar, our co-host, and we talk about... Uh, it's like a reality show about the Comedy Cellar. We talk, you know, about what goes on in the lives of the comedians that work there. And sometimes we have special guests. Um, the last episode we just did, which will be airing... Uh, Thursday night, yep. tomorrow night. Um, wait, Thursday night. What, what the hell day is? Yeah, it? today's Wednesday. Okay, so Thursday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Anthony Anthony Cumia stopped in. Oh, okay, you know, from Opie and Anthony. Anthony or, yeah. Now it's uh, Opie and Jimmy. You're right. So you know we have had Judd Apatow on in the past, and um, who else has been on? Um, and at one point, as you're thinking about that, at one point this was a podcast, right? It was a podcast. So I'm like, you know, on our podcast we had Sarah Silverman, with, you know, uh, but we went to satellite radio, and so you know, we we it's there's a lot of podcasts that that uh, where you know comedians talk, but um, this 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 is a little bit more reality show about the comedy seller oriented. So mm-hmm. things happen at the comedy seller. There's always things happen, you know, comics uh, and you know, and the owner and the comics have you know debates and various types of you know. Arguments. I think it's. Been, I read that it's been uh, described as like um, tough crowd was sort of the uh, Colin Quinn's show. Yeah, but I don't compared? think that's what it is. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know. I mean, there's elements of that. Okay. Well, I don't know. Listen, li- listen, and and see for yourself yeah, if you want. Per- but uh, like I said, I don't have a set. Oh yeah, My that's the problem. So right, okay. That means I'm gonna have to sit in her car from seven thirty to. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is satellite radio? It's like the internet. Everybody has, and satellite radio, not everybody has. Yeah. So. 
I'll sit in the garage. I don't know. I think the internet is, I mean, you know, podcasting is more the future than satellite radio, which we thought might be the future of radio, but <laughs> yeah. maybe it's the internet is probably the future of radio. Who knows? Who knows? Put it, put it everywhere. You yeah. got to be everywhere these days, I think. Now, you, on your Wikipedia page, it says that you're in the Chris Rock movie. Yes, it says that, and it's true, but it's a small role. I have, I think, one line. I think we taped two lines or three lines, but in the, in the movie, ultimately, I just have one line. I think I just say, hey, Chris, well, not Chris, whatever the character's name is, I say, hey, what's up? And that was filmed at the Comedy Cellar, in fact. Um, yeah, so it was a very tiny role. I got 800 bucks for it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Does he just take that out of his wallet and give it to you cash? Or? Well, it goes through the, uh, you know, it goes through the appropriate... lawyers involved? It goes through the appropriate union okay. channels. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, Chris Rock's not the producer. I don't think he paid for the movie. <laughs> and I had a trailer, so then, and that was sort of exciting. For a day? Yeah, well, just for the few hours that we were, um, that we were uh, shooting. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen it, no. Are you going to uh, get in? Have you got invited to like some red um, carpet no, in New I York or anything? I haven't been invited to that. I'll probably see the movie. Yeah. I hear it's good. You know, but. Um, the final title is uh, what? Top five. Top five, yeah. yeah. It was something else earlier. I don't know. But, something like um, becoming famous or something. But. Finally famous. Finally famous. Finally famous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get, it's got good reviews, you know. Um, it's mostly African American cast, as you know, or may know. Um, got you in there. Uh, somehow I snuck in there, and I think Brian Regan is in there. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, I'll probably check it out. Yeah. How are, uh, how are things at the Comedy Cellar? Are you there? I'm there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's, the, that's, that's, that's my home. That's my second home. You know, that's, uh, have you been to the Comedy Cellar? I actually have. You know, it's great One because, time I went, and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. You know, there's a restaurant upstairs where the comics all hang out. You know, and and uh, and then there's a comedy club. that's downstairs. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's they're selling out like f- four shows a Friday. It's a small room, but they sell out three shows during the week every night. Mm-hmm. So it's a really kind of a incredible kind of a place. But um, and you know, big people drop by. You know, Louis C.K. drops by. Uh, Aziz Ansari, um, Chris Rock, Amy Schumer goes there a lot. What did you, so did you? How did you get picked for this movie? Did you know? Because I've known Chris over the years. You've known Chris. From yeah, the... he, threw, he threw me. That's what we call on show. We're just throwing somebody a bone. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You figure. You know, Natterman's been around a while. I'll do something nice. I just know Chris from just hanging around all these years. Okay. So, so I got a call. Hey, you want to be in the movie? Okay. You know. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. You know. It was a nice thing that Chris did for me. That's all. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to audition, you know, to say, "Hey, what's up?" You know, I mean, it's such a tiny role. <laughs> you know, it's Does not like it's not like they scoured the country to find somebody to go, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> as far as so they you just know. figured, you know, I think Natterman could probably handle that. We, you know, <laughs> the chances are, if not, we'll just cut it out. You won't, yeah. We'll cut it out because it's not it's not critical to the movie anyway. Yeah, we don't have to tell him we cut it out. Yeah, we'll make make up a reason. But but he'll probably handle. He can probably don't. It's not a it's not a very involved scene. So they so they just called me up and said, "Hey, it's eight hundred bucks." And yeah. Then, you know, that's it. Have you been? And I got a free haircut because you know I oh. went to, to the makeup room, and they said, "I said, you know what? As long as I'm here, give me a three. so." So I made eight hundred plus the thirty bucks that I would have spent on my. Hair. I would count that eight thirty. You made eight thirty. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. And I'm not going to pay taxes on the thirty buck haircut. No. Although technically, I think that is taxable. Oh. It might be taxable. We, we can we can delete this off the podcast. No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> 
I'd hate to I'm not sure if you get a free haircut if that's taxable or not. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a free haircut for the movie. But it's not like my hair grew back after the movie. I still get to use the haircut. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not a tax lawyer. As you know, I never practiced law. That's true. And I, did, I don't even think I took a tax class. Oh, I did take a tax class. We didn't cover that. <laughs> that don't worry about the IRS. I can handle that. All right. Uh, <clears throat> and more about actually... Um, it just ties in perfectly here. We're talking about you're in the Chris Rock's movie. He's uh, a friend of yours. And I don't know. He's not a friend. You guys are really friendly. Tight. You guys are best friends. You said Be- BFFs. You guys We're are friendly. You guys are acquaintances. Acquaintances are friendly. Is a good word. Yeah. If he sees me, he says Nadaman, and that's about the end of it. Yeah. I would. That would. If Chris Rock knew my name, that would be pretty freaking cool. So close enough. Robin Williams never knew my name. Oh. Uh, Were you he ever used, around he used him? to come. Yes, he used to come to the comedy cellar. Yeah. And uh, I, he may or may not have known my face. I was going to say, did he say, hey, you again? He, I think he probably knew, recognized the face. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Like, crazy nice. Mm-hmm. That's all I've been hearing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say- Oh, uh, yeah, you were getting somewhere. Yes, yes. I read something about a week ago, Chris Rock um, complaining, I guess you could say he was complaining, about people recording in comedy clubs. Yeah. Well, that was, he, he talked about that in New York Magazine, I yes. believe. Um what are your thoughts well, it, on that? My thoughts are that that's not good, obviously. You know, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there's not much you can do. What are you going to do? I mean, if somebody has a, a, an iPhone or whatever in their pocket and they're, it's recording, and, you know, it's, it's hard to record audio because people can see you recording, I mean, video, if right. you have your phone out. Then the but if your phone's in your pocket, you record shit. Even if you don't record it, you can remember it and tweet it. Oh, Chris, I was at the seller. Chris Rock said this. It's mm-hmm. not good because Chris Rock is trying to work out new shit. Yeah. And now everybody, so yeah, it's bad, and I don't see a solution. You know, sometimes there's just no solution, and that's it, and uh, it's not a good thing. But um, in, unless you're going to go in there and, and, and frisk everybody and, and put, you know, and take away their cell phones, you yeah. know, I just don't see how you, and again, people can remember a joke and, and tweet it anyway. That's true. So, that's true. and that tweet can go viral, and then, you know, it's damaging too, so. Have you ever found anything on yourself online where, like, I don't remember Having that recorded? What, what the? No, they're not recording me. They're, somebody super famous comes yeah. in, they record. Well, you, anybody can get recorded. They might record me. No, yeah. be, but then it's not going. I don't know about it. No, yeah. okay. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see that argument. I, and it's, this just came back to me. I went and saw uh, Dennis Miller in Las Vegas. He was recording a special, and they frisked everyone Mm -hmm. this was probably eight years ago back when that comedy festival was going on in november every year in vegas in any case uh they took my i don't think even it was even long ago enough that i didn't even have a cell phone then but they took my camera yeah and they were uh, my friend had a camera and they had to take the batteries out and separate it and everything it was because it was being recorded for an hbo special okay so well i don't know what they would do if they're recording an hbo special if they do that you know but um Certainly, they're on the lookout for um, for people video recording. Yeah, and audio, yeah. you know, is another thing. No, I read that whole thing, uh, Chris, and you make some really good arguments there. Especially, you don't know, like, um, or maybe it was Pat Oswalt said something. It would be like writing a writing a book, and then someone comes and just takes a picture of it, and yeah, and takes yeah. the page. And yeah, exactly. It yeah. takes the page, and it, it, well, it, it may right. not be anywhere near complete. And then, but that's exactly that's it. true. Yeah. yeah. So it's bad, and that's that. It's technology biting back. It's the you know every every leap in technology has a downside. So, mm-hmm. so that's the downside. You know? With automobiles, you got automobile accidents, <laughs> and now you know with 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 
with social media, you have this. You yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, now what the heck was I just going to ask you about? Oh yeah, so I, you're the first person I'm mentioning this to. I got a very strange um, message. You know, are you on Facebook? Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm on Facebook as well. Well, we're, t- we're who the hell t- is a it? rare breed of people yeah, that are I on know. Facebook. Us guys on Us Facebook and here. Two billion other people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, someone friended me. I have a lot of you know. I'm sure like you have a lot of friends on there that I've never met. You know, yeah, of people course, that yeah. are mostly, fans of mostly, your, mostly, yeah, fans of your comedy. <clears throat> people that are fans of the morning show I work on, or mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them I don't know. Someone sent me a f- friend request a few months ago, uh, and then a, a few weeks ago. This woman sent me a, me- uh, a message, you know, the pr- a private message. And it was, hey, Justin, you should take a look at this story. And it was a link to some story uh, about F- Ferguson, right? Uh, then no, and I didn't reply, and then no other messages until two days ago. No, it was yesterday. Pardon me, it was yesterday. And she sent me a message. Hello, Justin, what are you doing tomorrow night? Hmm. This is someone I've never met. Uh, why, right, you know, right. so I didn't reply to yeah. that. Obviously, creepy. it's creepy, creepy right? Creepy, yeah. Totally creepy. So now, what is? So then, I didn't reply. Then this morning, I got this message. It says, "I've." It says, "I've got the Michael Jordan and Oprah of an industry that is expanding here locally and nationally, coming to my house at six thirty tomorrow. Trust me, you really need to come meet these people. They're absolutely amazing." The hell is this? It's the price of fame. That's what that is. Price of morning show started. <laughs> what? What? Is, what is? I can't even. I can't. Ah, even I'm just a weirdo that be, came. You know. Yeah. Somebody. Uh, it's interesting you bring this up because I got a friend request this morning on Facebook, and I, I, I accepted it because I figured it's somebody who saw me on TV or whatever. So then he says, "Hey, Dan." I said, hey, uh, I, "I didn't respond immediately." He goes, and then like he says, "What, what you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, hey, how you doing?" He's like, "Saw you on America's Got Talent." I said, "Oh, okay. Thanks for watching. Yeah, you were really great. Thanks." Um, you, you, you know, you should have gotten to the finals. Okay. And then he kept, he kept going. And I finally said, you know, I'm a little busy now. And then he wrote, what you busy with what? No, at which no, point no. I, at which point he got, he got blocked. Yeah. Good. He got yeah. Blocked. I blocked him. Busy with what? All right. Now you've crossed the line. <laughs> it was that busy with how, what? Yeah. How much farther would have went? Hey, are you, you know what? I'm in the area. How about I stop over? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I drew the line there and I said, uh, and I blocked it. <laughs> But, um, you know, because that's just a small, teeny, 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 tiny taste of what you might get if you were a legitimately famous person. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right. Um, yeah. which must be, I mean, that's a big downside. Now, there's a lot of upside mm-hmm. to being famous. But, yeah. But that would be one of the downsides. Mm-hmm. Is that people, you know, I mean, I've seen people come over to Chris and they just sit down. He's at the comedy cellar and they just sit down and plop themselves down next to him. Hey, what's up? You know, and, uh, and then somebody has to come over and extract the person. Right. But, um... You know, uh, yeah, it's annoying, but, you know, I mean, there's plenty of advantages, too. Has uh, is appearing on television uh, this past summer that help with, in the dating scene or anything? Uh, I would, no, I wouldn't say. Um, no, it hasn't really. No. no. I, um, I mean, yes, it, well, insofar as I've gotten, you know, there have been very pe- women who have been very forward over uh, on Facebook with me. Oh. But they live in, you know, they might live in, in British Columbia. <laughs> you know, so there have been no women that live in my area that have come on to me as a result okay. of that. Um, so, no, I would say no. I have not gotten laid as a result of America's Got Talent. As far as I know. You never know that maybe that was a factor. You know. um, 
you didn't that you didn't, you didn't hand out the survey afterwards. Yeah, I don't I mean you know they, I thought they just liked what I did at the Comedy Cellar, and it turns out that no, it was more of the America's Got Talent. But no, I don't think it's had much of an impact there. Right. I tend to have very high standards. I mean, much too high that that I shouldn't have. By the way. Oh, okay. Uh, I price myself out of the market. <laughs> I just wait for, you know, I, I don't settle, and, and as a result, I go oftentimes long periods of time without anything. But, um, <clears throat> just blame that on the road. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can just blame uh, that on the road. All really. right. But, um, yeah, so I don't think that that's, it hasn't upped the quality or quantity in any great way, in any way at all. Okay. Fair enough. And you know, a lot of people that watch America's Got Talent are underage anyway. Yeah. I mean, I got 13-year-olds, you know, following me on Instagram. Really? I don't know. I definitely That's a lot of the demographic of who watches that show is very, very young. Mm, Okay. I suppose. And uh, you're right. My kids asked to watch. Yeah. So, so, um, so you know that that they're they're not. There are a lot of people that are just not in the dating market. Mm -hmm. I mean, not for me. You know, maybe (laughs) maybe some guys are into that. Um, Maybe the uh, who you know they're they're probably teens. uh, on that show, it'd be perfect for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's an age restriction. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're they're very young people on yeah, that show. That's what I thought. And the one guy had an animal. He did tricks with his dog. I remember seeing. Yeah, him I every liked time him. I turned it on. Yeah, he was a Russian, I believe. He had it like Christian Sto- Stoneyev. He had it balance on his foot. Yeah, it was, was great his, when he was on his hands and stuff. It was great. I look at these acts. I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? You know, I'm just <laughs> telling jokes. Um, just seems so unimpressive. <laughs> When you look at these these acts that are so fabulous, that take up the whole stage, and it's a whole big spectacle. Yeah. And I'm up there, hello. Yeah. You know, it's so small. You're not bringing any music along. There's nothing. There's no... uh, set. It's not a a grand extravaganza. All that Comedy really doesn't belong on that show. I mean, (laughs) we can say that now because I'm not under contract anymore. It shouldn't be there. It's a totally different animal. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's a very, it's a, first of all, it's very subjective, what people find funny and what don't find funny. Um, It's more adult. It's more for old, you know, it's not for kids. Yeah. Um, You know, and... um, The beauty of it is, though, it gets you, uh, you know, whether people were watching it live or not, it gets some good clips to, you know, we've been talking about the internet. You know, yeah, I, I didn't know. I shows, one of my but clips. I've seen all of your clips yeah. online. Right, I, one I of them got a, is online. up to a million six hundred thousand hits that. on YouTube, which yeah. is not what we would call a viral video, but yeah. I, it's a respectable number. It's pretty freaking case. good. It's certainly more than I got. Letterman, my biggest Letterman video, thirty thousand. Okay, you know um, that just shows you the difference between late night talk and primetime network. Yeah. It's a pretty big difference. Yeah. And a, and a, and a show that's that's a pretty big show. Are you going to book another Letterman before he's done? Any ideas? Um, it's not a priority. No? Not a priority. No. Um, if I'm going to do... Because once you do uh, five minutes on Letterman, I can't do it now on Fallon. Fallon doesn't want the same recycled five minutes that I just did on Letterman. Sure. So if, say I have five minutes of material that is good, new, and clean, and can be done on TV, I'd rather do it on Fallon because Fallon's the new guy that, yeah. you know... I want to establish a relationship with Fallon, with all due respect to Letterman, who yeah. I admire greatly, but but Fallon is the new guy. Yeah, and uh, and let look Letterman. It's interesting. You're the first person I've heard say this. You know, like just yeah. I think honestly, a lot of people like, are like, oh, I want to do Letterman because Letterman. You know, really it's it's the end of his run, and to be symbolically interesting to do Letterman. Yeah. The truth is, doing any of these shows ain't going to help my career. <laughs> I, these, these show, but if but the more likely to help my career is Fallon because Fallon can invite me back. Yeah. And and because Fallon is is you know is is younger and. 
probably wants to go into uh, producing. I know he, he he's doing a sitcom with Nate Bargatze. Yeah. Um, Letterman's done with that. You know, he ain't giving out any. I mean, you know, he ain't giving out sitcom deals. Yeah. Maybe Fallon will. Yeah. Um. So that's that's. Doesn't Conan factor in? Well, I've done. Con- you know, he's on TBS. It's. I don't think he has the same ratings as Fallon. No. Can't possibly. Also, I've done Conan many, many times. And you even did his when he was actually the Tonight Show host, right? I did it for the Tonight Show yeah. for the six months that he was doing that. I did all, all you know. I did, um, yeah. I I did a in the when he was uh, in New York, um, late night with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Um, the fact is, I've done Conan several times, and it hasn't worked miracles for me. Yeah. So you know, why not try something new that probably also won't work miracles, but at least <laughs> it's a possibility because it's something, you know, you got to do something new. Yeah. You know, you can't do the same thing and expect different results. So Fallon I've never done and who knows, maybe Fallon will love me. We know that Conan doesn't adore me. Oh. He likes me. Okay. But he's not like, "Oh my god, I got to build a show around you." No. We know he hasn't said that. We know Letterman hasn't said that. Mm-hmm. Fallon might say that. I doubt it. It's for but the it, shot. But I know that Conan ain't going to say it. <laughs> yeah. That I can tell you as a guarantee because he hasn't in the five or six times I've done his show. Yeah, yeah. Colin might be like, this guy is the shit. We got to, holy shit, we got to do something. Where's, where have they been hiding? Yeah. Where's Letterman been There's hiding this guy? There's a small possibility of that happening. And so, it, you know, that's why I say if I have five minutes, I'd rather get on Fallon if he'll have me, if the if they're his his producers will have me. Yeah, I like it. That's as good a, as good a plan as any. Mm-hmm. So there's logic there. Now, some people are like, well, I want to do Letterman, symbolically Letterman, but I've done Letterman. Yeah. You make a solid you know, argument. Yeah, I'm very practical. I don't need to do Letterman just because, well, I want to be doing Letterman on his last season symbolically. That's interesting. Yeah, me. yeah. You know. I must be sentimental that I even ask questions like that. I watched Letterman for the first time, and I've been always been a Letterman guy, but I, I don't really watch much anymore, and I do find myself uh, seeing the beginning of Fallon more often mm-hmm. than not, if I have the TV on at that time of night, if I'm not going to bed. Mm-hmm. Um Last night, Ben Stiller was on and in, in, on Letterman, and I thought, you know, I bet Ben Stiller's, you know, he's probably one of, I'm going to guess and say he's one of Letterman's guys, mm. probably really likes him. I thought, and then as he was, you know, they were saying goodbye uh, to each other, I thought, is this going to be the last time? Why do I even care? Why do I care that Ben Stiller, if this is his last time, he's going to be on the show? Yeah, right. But that actually crossed my mind, like, I wonder if he's going to come back once more, like the last week or something like that. So maybe it's my, my, uh, how I, the, um, that sentimental, you know, yeah, there, farewell there, there, stuff. There it really that. does something for me. So, but, but yeah, but you know, Letterman and I aren't friends. Yeah, if I was friends with Letterman mm-hmm. and he said, "Dan, I'd really love to have you back," but that's one thing. But the fact is, I do Letterman. He comes over, he says, "Thanks for coming," and, he, and that's it. No, there's no relationship with that. He doesn't really. I get the impression he doesn't even. You know, if I drop dead two, uh, two minutes after leaving the building, he said, "Hey, you know that comic you had on? He just died." I don't know that Letterman would be all that up, uh, upset about. <laughs> I was, I was hoping you weren't going to say like two minutes into your set. No, like, well, that, not even paying attention. Well, that would get some YouTube hits. <laughs> it certainly would. But uh, um, <laughs> which I wouldn't be around to enjoy. But but I you know <laughs> I, I don't think Letterman's like yeah we have comics on but you know whatever whatever. Whereas when I've done Conan he's very he seems if he's being sincere or not I don't know but he he seems <clears throat> to be glad that I'm there. Yeah. It's like, oh, Dan, I love your stuff. Thanks for coming back. You know, we love to have you here. Letterman just comes over. Eh. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know. A lot of comics get into uh, writing, like writing for other people, writing for TV shows, yeah. movies. Anything? Yeah, they do. And uh, I have you? A, a little bit here and there. Yeah. Not too much. 
Do uh, a script you're sitting I have scripts. I got all that shit. I got sitcoms. I got what do you want? I got movies. I got what, what do you need? <laughs> I've done, I have all that shit. But 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 no, I haven't broken into that. I haven't made a full full assault at that. Uh-huh. Um because to be honest, like writing on a TV show it's lucrative, you know? I mean, it make good money, you know, but um it's not the dream that I had, you know, uh starting out. But um but I don't rule it out. Yeah. You know, if they'll have me, yeah. you know, it's not so easy to break into that. No. Uh, Certainly not. What is the dream? Has that changed? Well, the dream is somewhat. I mean, the, you know, the idea that when I started, people getting sitcoms, you know, all, all the comics when I was like growing up watching comedy, not all of them, but like a lot of the Letterman comics ended up getting sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thought. Yeah. Um, now, now there's a little bit less of that. Um, I don't, you know. It seems like the business model has changed, and you just you, you know you try to get big and then draw your own crowd and fill theaters. Yeah, you know, um, which would be great. You know, um, I don't know what the dream is. <laughs> I just know it's not sitting in an office writing for somebody else. That, yeah. that that's all I can say. Yeah, well, good enough. Yeah, good enough. Are you selling anything at the shows? A lot of people sell. No, stuff. I don't. Sell, I have a CD available that you can. Everyone is welcome to go online and buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as standing there with CDs, I just can't do it. No. Can't do it. I, I don't like doing it. I don't like. I feel like I'm guilting people into buying, which, and it's very effective. Be, yeah. People do sell CDs. You uh-huh. come by. Hey, thanks for coming to the show. You want to buy a CD? You know, there are people that are like, uh, okay. <laughs> Some people do want to buy a CD. Some people Absolutely. just buy because you're standing there. Uh-huh. All will regret the purpose, the purchase. <laughs> At some no, I mean you know they'll listen to it once and they'll be like, all right, well that's done. Um, you know, uh, go online if you want to buy it. You know, that's it. I have it, by the way. Okay, yeah, I don't want to pressure or guilt or stand there or or you can't win because if they don't buy it, then you feel bad because they're walking right by. Right. And if they do buy it, I'm like, is he buying it because he wants it or is he just trying to be nice? So it's it's lucrative. You know, it can be. You make it's better extra- if they just buy it behind your back, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. They won't. As, you know, not not nearly as many will, <laughs> right. but some will. Yeah. And and it'll be a purchase that they want to make, not that, you know, because I'm standing there. Yeah. And I just don't like, I never like selling shit. Even in high school, we used to sell shit, you know, for the ho- chocolate Easter bunnies or right, whatever right. to raise money for the... Th- and I, I never no. could do that. You can't give your CD to your parents and have them sell that at work. No, you can't. No. no. Yeah, that's what I did with the other with the school shit. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, um, you, you can't do that. Yeah. So, so just go online. I'm not a salesman. Never have been. It was recorded in Minneapolis. It was recorded right in this room. Yeah. yeah. That's right. With the, the great Dan. Schl- do you know Dan Schlissel? I, of course. Does Who anyone doesn't? not know Dan Schlissel? Not any. Not in the comedy here. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He stopped by last night. Oh yeah. To say hi. Uh-huh. Um, he may be here tonight. Yeah. He he did it. Um, so I don't know if I have another CD ready in me, you know, okay. but uh, people ask me that question. I, I was probably uh, going to. Next. I think if I do another CD, I'll record it in New York. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to record it in the same place, obviously. But New York is a different energy, and, um, you know, I think I might do it there if no. I do another one. But nothing planned yet? Nothing planned, no. All right. Nothing well, planned. I've taken up plenty of your time. Is there anything else that we think that we, you should... Uh do you want to mention coming up or that we didn't talk about that you've done or want people to see? Or uh, We mentioned the Satellite Radio Show. Satellite Radio, You're here yeah. through Saturday. I'm here through Saturday. Um, once again, I'll repeat, uh, Sirius XM 99, Thursdays at 7 p.m. East, Eastern time. I believe we're here in the Central. That is correct. Um, Subtract one hour. Yeah, so do the math. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And other than that, uh, Twitter at Dan Natterman. No, come follow me on Twitter. You know, try to get me up to uh, ten thousand followers. I'm at about seven five. Okay. So um, ten thousand by oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, by by Valentine's Day. Right. Um, I'm, I mean, I don't know how many you really need to for it to be significant. I think by a hundred thousand, you're getting into, you know. An, an area where it can help you fill rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a long way from that. Um, but I know, pe- I know people with 200, 300,000, they tell me it doesn't help. Right. I, I've heard that as well. Have you, uh, as your numbers went up, did you start getting offers of people wanting to sell you followers? No, no. Because uh, I've got that. But but I know you can buy followers. I've and, had people approach me. I, I can get you 25000 in a day. Like, yeah, no, I don't know what good that does you. I mean, it, nothing. if people see it, they might be impressed if they don't know anything. I guess. It's not going to fill rooms for you because those 25,000 people are bullshit. Yeah. You need real people that like you. Yeah. They're not going to listen to my podcast. No. They're no. not going to do a thing for you other than people go to your Twitter feed and they say, oh, shit, he's got all these followers. Yeah. And that might impress somebody. Possibly. It might, it, you know, you might get a gig out of it because somebody says, "Oh, this guy's, a, you know, important." Yeah, but I think most people know that, you know, to take that with a grain of salt. Sure, especially with a comic, if they dig a little, they all have to do is read a few tweets. Yeah, if they <laughs> if they see that nothing gets retweeted, that's how you know if it's a real fault. You know, oh, oh, I'll tell you that's right because I'm amazed at how some uh, the most unfunny, lame things I've ever heard will get you know 500 likes because someone is so liked by their you yeah, know, followers. Right, if you, that shows you the depth and the mm-hmm. degree yeah. to which your followers like you is, yeah. is how much they will retweet and favorite. Anything you say, no matter how uh, stupid. Here's a picture of my toilet. Retweet. Yeah, right, exactly. Hilarious. Yeah. LOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Dan, and then I, I, can, I can tweet something magnificent <laughs> and, and get, you know, get nothing. But <laughs> patting myself on the back. I, I, I anyway, prom- now it's time. I will ret- retweet. The next now it's thing time for, to get a meal. It's time for you to get a meal. Yeah. I've already got one. And I, like I said, I recommend the uh, Hawaiian chicken. Well, I had chicken last night, I may, but we'll see. Tomato so, basil soup. I may do that. Yeah. That sounds good on a winter's day. Uh, stay tuned. Dan, thank you. Thank you, and I'll see you, I guess, Friday at your radio show. Perfect. Continued success, sir. Here thank we are you. shaking hands right here live on the mic. Okay. All right. Thank you.